Hey, it's me, Andrea. I'm so excited to have you on the Lunch Club podcast again with me this week. I am so excited. I'm going to be talking about social media, how to gain confidence, and how to get consistent. This is something that is really intimidating when starting a business, not knowing what to do, where to start, feeling overwhelmed by the algorithm, and seeing how how regular other people post and how beautiful their photos are and just feeling like you don't even know where to start. So um, I'll be honest, I still feel like this about 90% of the time, but I really have learned over the last six years what works for me, easy tips and tricks, really great apps that you can use that are free to access and how to just really represent you and your brand. Hey florist, did you know that I sell a -a one-of-a-kind black florist embroidered t-shirt and crew neck sweatshirt. These are perfect for event day setup or even just wearing when you are shopping the cooler, picking up your florals. I'll be honest, I wear mine every single day. Well, I'm so excited. Whether you already have one or you're excited to get one, I'm doing a full-size restock of both the t-shirt and sweatshirt, and I'm excited to announce for a limited time, you can also purchase the crew neck sweatshirt in a light pink color. Pre-sale is open now for the next two weeks before the orders come in, so make sure that you head to www.delaflorestudioco.com forward slash shop to secure your size and color before they're sold out. Again, that's www.delaflorestudioco.com forward slash shop. I can't wait to see what you purchase. And to help you get started for a limited time, I am offering an additional 10% off for any pre-sale orders. Just use the code PRESALE10 at checkout. I'm so excited. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Lunch Club Podcast, a space I've created for entrepreneurs. Come sit with us as we share the highs and lows of building and maintaining successful businesses. I'm your host, Andrea Zahagen, and let's get into it. Okay, I'm really excited about this one, as intimidating as it is to talk about because I'm not like some, you know... Instagrammer with hundreds of thousands of followers. I don't get hundreds of likes or comments on my posts. Like, I'm a pretty regular person um, through my business, De La Flores Instagram. But I will say, when people ask me often, you know, how did you get some of your first clients and where do your clients come from? Where do you do your advertising? Like, how do you, you know, gain an audience? Um, 100% of it has come from Instagram. And it, it doesn't matter how many followers you have or how many comments or likes you're getting honestly you know if five is all you're getting but they're five real life people who are potential clients or past clients or people who are actively supporting you that's great so I just want to start this episode by saying hey don't feel like your goal needs to be to have hundreds of thousands of followers and if you get those or you have those that is amazing and I'm so happy for you Um, but I just want to let you know you don't need that to be successful because I have somewhere around 2,000 followers and I get on an average on a good day 50 likes per post but what is helpful is often when I get a client that inquires with me they usually reference a certain post I made on Instagram which is how they found me whether I tagged the location or maybe the color palette was exactly the same as what they're hoping for and so they used my post as their inspiration or that's how they found me or how they knew I'd be a good fit Um, so basically the moral of the story before I even get into it is that it really doesn't matter how many followers you have you don't need to be like Instagram famous to have a successful business and I'm kind of proof of 
that. Um, my De La Flor Instagram probably only has around 2,000 followers. Um, I feel really proud of that. It's taken a long time to get there. Um, and it's not nearly as many as some other really talented florists or other vendors. Um, but what's important for me is that those followers are people who regularly interact with my feed. Um, they are people who do support me. And from one way or another, I do gain clients through social media. And the bottom line is it, it doesn't matter if you're getting tons of likes or comments, as long as you're consistent and as long as you're posting and people can see your work, um, Instagram's going to do its job. So there's my little preface of don't feel like you're not going to make it till you have hundreds of thousands of followers because I've accepted I may never have that and I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine with that. Um, okay, so step one is always going to be just finding your style or like the feed look that you like. So if you're brand new, you just became a florist, you're like, oh, I don't know what I want to post. I don't know what kind of content to gain. Um, I always just say, make sure you're consuming the type of content you want to create. So um, make sure you're following lots of different vendors or florists specifically, if that's what you choose. Um, and maybe start to pay attention to what pages typically stand out to you or what posts stand out to you so if you're like oh I love this post try and analyze what it is you like about it do you like their caption do you like what the picture is do you like the style do you like their personality um a lot of times I found that I like to be myself but I also like to highlight you know the professional finished product. So a lot of times I'll say my feed is kind of a mixed feed. I have both photos, my own behind the scenes reels of, you know, videos, montages, a little like, you know, snippets here and there of the behind the scenes, the dirty, right? But then I also love being able to throw in the professional photos from the photographer. Um, so I get a little bit of both content um, for my feed and I feel like that is what represents me and my style. Um, obviously, I am professional, but I also really like to, um, you know, show you a little bit about me and what I'm doing. So some people post only work from their own camera or their own photo albums that they take at the events. They don't ever use the professional photos, which is totally fine, and vice versa. Some people only ever post the finished product, um, the professional photos, and that's really up to you. Some people use lots of words and texts onto their feed, um, quotes, anything like that. And that's great. That's awesome. Um, these are just examples of different things you can do. So I would just say, figure it out what it is that you like, what represents you and your brand, and then kind of stick to it, feel it out, make sure it works good for you. So maybe you've already established kind of the feed look that you want to go for, but you're like, I don't know what to post. <laughs> um, this is what we call post paralysis. So just not knowing what your next move is. Maybe you've been doing really well and then you're just like, you're blanking. You don't know what's next. So here are two really easy tools to help um, avoid this. So number one is going to be if you're not sure what to post, um, whether it's the caption or just kind of what reel you want to make or what photo you want to post, um, use the three E's. So the first E is educate. Um, so this is really helpful just giving value to any potential clients or any of your followers, whether they are, you know, friends or family members, maybe they are another vendor or maybe they are that potential client. Um, so educating them in some aspect or another, maybe you're talking about floral trends that might be educational, highlighting different vendors. You could be, you know, giving examples of florals that you could use for a certain color to help educate people um 
you could talk about pricing, you can talk about booking, like, I mean, there are no, there's not a shortage of ways that you can educate, but that's always a really easy way to go. So if you're thinking, I don't know what to post, maybe let's go with educate, think of a topic that you're passionate about or something that you think could be really beneficial, and then go with that. So again, whether that's what kind of content you want to create, or if you're looking for a good caption. The second E is entertain. So um, providing amusement or enjoyment is also just like pretty typical of what Instagram is or a good reason why people really like Instagram or TikTok is like they're just, you know, they get sucked in, they're enjoying it, they're amused, um, they're laughing, whatever it might be. So, um, you know, a couple examples of that or sometimes I like to show the behind the scenes. Um, That seems to be really amusing to people is like just seeing, you know, before and after some of the, you know, nitty gritty, crazy rainstorms that we're setting up in. Um, And I usually get a lot of great feedback on that and the entertainment value that it provides. Um, The last E is going to be engage. So this is one of the best things that you can do to get people to engage with you um, by engaging with them first. So often just asking a question um, or almost providing education too. So a lot of times I'll say, you know, tell me what you're excited about this week. And, you know, maybe I only get a couple comments, but sometimes I get a lot of them. People are, you know, telling me all about their week. They're telling me something they're excited about. And that's a fun way for me to get to know my audience a little bit better. They're interacting with me. I'm not just a a business posting a regular photo. Um, You know, I really do care. I want to know. Um, A lot of times too, I will say like, you know, hey, are you getting married? Here are some tips for, you know, inquiring with your florist. So I kind of ask that question right off the bat and then it kind of, it encourages them to continue reading um, and then they send it. Um, Some of the most interacted with posts that I have are ones that that are like that, that are worded as, you know, here's three easy tips. Here's something that I wish I would have known. Um, When I look at my interactions um, on Instagram, I'll see that it gets sent to some, like it gets sent 60 different times, which is great news. People are saving it. It's really helpful. Um, So it's kind of a combination of some of those. Um, So that's, that's tool number one. Tool number two is um, if you're getting overwhelmed with how to make your feed cohesive or you're like, oh, I just don't know what to post, um, is batch creating your content. So I have folders from every single project that's clearly labeled um, to help me just kind of keep track of all the weddings that I have. And it keeps track of the details of, you know, the bride's name, the photographer, so I can tag them. So we create a folder while we're at the event setting up of the behind the scenes. So we'll take our own photos and videos um, that I can maybe use in combination with the professional photos. Um, But then also when I get a gallery back, I download it, I create it in its own folder. That's really helped me because for years I used to just download photos directly to my own camera roll and it just creates chaos. I could never find the photos. Um, I would forget about them and never post them. Um, But I just created, you know, my own Google Photos account with my business email and then all of those photos stay in that file. Um, And it's very nice and organized. So all I have to do is just simply open my camera roll on Google Photos and just look through the folders that I have and then I can easily just kind of decide what posts I need to use. Um, 
But like I said, with batch creating, um, usually I just try to post every other day at least. Um, I would love to get to post every single day, um, but it's kind of hard for me to stay on top of that. It's not a realistic goal at the moment. So every other day is my goal. So I'll usually create a row of three at a time that all match the same wedding so that I can kind of maintain the way that my feed looks. That's worked for me. Although some people dive really deep and making all the colors coordinating for, you know, nine squares in a row it's like a whole thing it honestly depends on how much you care <laughs> so take it or leave it but that has really really helped me um in batch creating so for example today I just was thinking oh I need to post I need to create three more posts what should I do um and then I went through and I found an album that I haven't even really posted from yet um so I downloaded a bunch of photos I scrolled for a little bit and found some audio for a reel so I usually make two reels and then I'll just do one um regular post and um just kind of compile them that way and that's really really worked for me now, there were definitely times when I would just try to simply like match all the colors or the styles and just post different weddings, you know, every different post. Um, but that was really overwhelming for me to try and coordinate it that much. Um, and I also felt like it just never matched really well. Um, and I didn't feel like, especially when I was starting, I had enough content to do that. So basically my rule of threes has really worked. So I just go one row at a time, all three of the posts in a row are just going to be from the exact same event but they're going to be different photos it's going to be kind of a different content um different caption um but that way they match if you're like oh I like this wedding and I want to see more it's really easy to kind of find that um I honestly don't know if anyone else <laughs> does that but it's really worked for me in helping me a create several batches in a row so I'll create you know three different groups of three in a row and then I have content for the next nine days which is really great to do all at once and it doesn't take that long especially if those photos are already organized in albums like I mentioned. Um, this is also great especially because most photographers um, depending on you know how what gallery they're using provider I don't even know if that's the right word but um usually there's an option for downloading and then there's one that says download to google photos so as long as you have like an account already set up and you're signed in then it'll automatically create a new folder for that wedding for you and it's just really easy to stay on top of um like I said so that's been really awesome now, I want to shift into what I kind of mentioned at the beginning, which is getting clients from social media. Um, so one major way that I would recommend um, kind of maximizing this free opportunity through Instagram to gain clients um, is tagging other vendors, but most specifically venues. This has been huge for me. I saw an exact example of this today I was working on my laptop and yesterday I posted about a wedding that I did at a venue in Linden that I actually got married at it's one that I really love working for and um, I did probably like seven events there last year because I got married at the in April of 2021 and I posted tons of photos from my wedding there and would tag them every time and it did not take long for people to start inquiring to me with that venue using my exact wedding as their inspo um, because all they would do was just go check the tagged photos from the venue to get ideas on maybe how to decorate they'd already booked it and then they would just hire me because I've already been there um, they just liked 
how I decorated it and so it was easy because they'd use my own work as the inspo and they found me that way directly um, but the example today was that I posted yesterday and today I got an inquiry for that location and so it's just really easy to see where these clients are coming from um, but also I've booked clients from other photographers who do tag me and so making sure that you do get tagged is kind of an annoyance but it does pay off in the end so anytime a photographer um does post my work and maybe I didn't know they were the photographer I'm assuming they didn't know I was the florist I simply just message them and say hey um, I love this photo it was so great to work with you I'd love if you would tag me um, and if you're willing to share this gallery with me I want to post about it too um, they always respond really well to that um, but that's another way that you can gain clients is just by being tagged um, but I always tag the photographers I'll tag the venue I'll tag the bride um, and then one way or another someone's going to find that post and it might lead them to your page um, either for the same venue or maybe for something different um, so that is one easy way is just making sure you're tagging um, as many places as you can um, and of course you can also use any hashtags that might be applicable so I usually stick to pretty simple things and then I'll dial in so I'll do you know florist wedding florist Utah florist um, and then kind of dive into like you know lavender wedding or wildflower colors or colorful wedding or wedding themes um, things like that so people might find me um, I feel like they don't often it's not often that people will see my stuff through those hashtags um, but you never know and I do feel like with reels they do um engage with people more that way like I get more views when I'm using lots of hashtags like that um through there so that's a huge thing to do um if you're like well I just started and I you know haven't worked at a venue yet that's a great reason to go put together some kind of a styled shoot or another reason you might want to participate in a shoot whether it's for a, a photographer that's putting it together or maybe you organize it and just message different venues that you want to work at um sometimes you do have to invest in that whether you have to pay their hourly fee to shoot there or maybe you go in on it with a couple other vendors who also want to break in there um, but that's been really huge for me that's actually the reason that I got married at the venue that I did um, it was one that I was kind of romanticizing over and it was like oh, I'd love to book clients who get married here um, so I invested in it for my wedding it was more than I wanted to spend at the time um, which of course now I've, I've gained like a greater appreciation for every vendor and how much they charge but at the time I was like oh this is a little above my budget but you know this is important for me and my business and so I booked it I got married there and I've booked tons of weddings there and that's just one example you know it happens all the time so another thing that I like to do specifically in the interest of gaining clients or interacting with potential clients um, that I don't know is a proven theory, but I feel like I've seen it work for me. Um, I love always having something on my stories, um, whether it's just my recent work, recent posts, just, you know, something there. I kind of view it as my way of like welcoming someone to my page. So if they do happen to, you know, click on, you know, a venue's, tagged page and they see my work and they're like oh I wonder who this is um I like to have a story on there um whether it's me talking to the camera or my face is on there or my work or something um because it's kind of like I said my way of welcoming someone onto my page um they kind of know that I like to be very active and involved with my followers that's something for some reason <laughs> I feel compelled to do but I often get lots and lots of feedback on it whether it's from another vendor. Um, it's actually really been awesome. I get recognized 
pretty regularly sometimes I'm embarrassed they'll be like I'll be shopping at the mall or I'll be at the grocery store and someone stops me and says hey you're a florist and I follow you you know and they say something really sweet and it's really fun but I've worked really hard to make sure that I'm very involved and on my page so people do recognize me they know who I am They feel like they already know me by the time they reach out to me or are working with me. And in the months that, you know, maybe they've booked in January, their wedding's not until August, they feel like we've had this friendship this whole time because they've been regularly tuning in on my stories. Um, And I really do get that feedback a lot and that's always nice to hear. But like I say, it's sometimes embarrassing because I'm like, oh, people like watch my stories. And um, that's kind of embarrassing because I feel like I'm kind of spazzy and I could... I don't know. I get annoyed by myself, but it's always great to hear. And I feel like I have seen a lot of um, positive feedback through that specifically. Um, Anytime I'm doing an event, I try really hard to post as many behind the scenes stories as I can and kind of take people along the journey. It does take an additional amount of energy but I do feel like I it's weird I'll gain lots and lots of followers in you know a one week period where I have back-to-back weddings I think people are really interested because it's entertaining and it's educational um and it's just kind of fun for them to feel a part of it so um stories is something that I try really hard on and I also think just showing your face is also important um if you're not comfortable yet and you're like oh I just can't even like hear my own voice on there I don't want to see my face on there um I heard this once where um the way to kind of ease yourself into it and posting your face on Instagram is um just start by doing a short video and you can do it on the back facing camera so it's not on your face but practice just talking and hearing your audio and you know working through that Um, I always say just post it and don't rewatch it um, because you'll redo it so many times Um, and then the more you start getting used to hearing your voice on there start putting some front facing stories on there um, where you do see your face you do hear your voice and you'll start to get used to it. It is uncomfortable, uh, but over time you'll get there. Um, so that's some advice if you're like, ooh, I just can't do it. Um, maybe make a goal. Just say once a week, I'm going to post my a face story where I'm talking. Um, but I do think that it is really helpful in helping people get to know you. Um So lastly, I want to talk about just some apps that have really helped me stay on top of things. There are two in particular that I really, really love. Um, It's going to be InShot. That is the app that I use to edit my reels or my TikToks. Um, If you've tried to edit on Instagram for your reels, I always get glitches. It's very frustrating. I seriously just yell at my phone. Um, So InShot is really great. You can adjust the speed of everything like all the settings are in there. It's easy to use. I don't even pay for like the premium version. I do get ads here and there, um, but it's not annoying enough for me to want to pay for more. Um, But they do um, make sure to crop it correctly and it's just really simple and easy and I really enjoy that one for specifically Reels um, or TikTok. And then um, I also really love feed preview, which just helps me to plan my posts in advance. So that's when I'll go select my three um, posts in a row. I'll kind of play around with it. You can drag it. It's connected to your feed so you can see exactly what's already on there. And then you can post through the app or um, sometimes I just really use it as my template to just kind of look. Now, if you're just starting your business and you're like, listen, Andrea, I don't have any content at all to be posting, that is fine. If you can invest at least $50 
once a month um, on getting some product, take photos and videos of each individual product that you've gotten um, that you can use to kind of put on your feed um, and then take some videos of you making an arrangement, take a time lapse of you making an arrangement of, from this same group of product um, and that's going to give you some content to work with. It doesn't matter that it's all from the same shoot. It's going to look cohesive. It's going to look pretty. People aren't going to care. They're going to be really excited but create as much content with that one you know amount of product you're getting in as you can um, to help kind of supplement you until you do have pictures back from weddings or you are booking those events that's another great reason to invest in photo shoots or content days um, or participating getting to know other vendors so you can get more content like that um, don't feel like you have to have only professional photos you'll get there like I said if you scrolled back to my feed at the very beginning I just had you know, my poorly edited photos from the very beginning, um, you know, with just my hand holding the bouquet. And I mean, I still do ones like that, but, um, like just start with what you really, what you can, the bare minimum. And as your Instagram grows, your followers grow, your quality will grow, um, and it'll come really naturally. Um, so don't feel down on yourself. You can get away with not investing tons of money right up front, um, and still, you know, showcasing your work. Um, but those are just some ideas, whether you're investing in classes or shoots, like I mentioned, um, you'll get there, you'll get content. Um, just stay on top of it from the beginning. Don't let social media overwhelm you. You've got this. I hope this was super helpful for you guys. Um, let me know if any of this does work for you. I want to hear about it. Um, I'd love to have you share any of your important takeaways with me on Instagram at the lunch club podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.